What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. I'm back, man, and we are going through Ephesians, and we're on chapter 5, verses 3 through 6. As we continue our study through Ephesians, man, I'm glad you guys are listening, and I hope you are enjoying it because Paul has a lot to say. God is saying a lot through these scriptures, man, about how we should live our identity in him, that we are part of the body of Christ, and that we are made up of members who work together, man, and want to grow into who Christ is. And so I pray right now that you guys are growing in Christ as we study through these scriptures. Now let's go ahead and jump into it though. If you haven't read the scriptures five, three through six, then go ahead and stop the tape, read it, check it out, see what it has to say, and then come back and we'll discuss the four questions. And if you've already done that, we're going to jump into the four questions. And so uh, what is it actually saying? What is, is Paul writing and what is he speaking to the church in Ephesus? He says, and uh, sexual immorality and impurity, all impurity, he says, and uh, or um, um, covetousness should not be named among you, just as fitting for the saints. And also he says, shamefulness and foolish talk and coarse joking. He says, they're not fitting. He says, but rather give thanks. For this, you know, that uh, all who are sexual, sexually immoral or impure, or a covenant, uh, covenanters, or greedy, um, he says, which is idolatry, do not have an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. He says, don't let anybody deceive you with these empty words. He says, for the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. And so Paul is saying that uh, that our lives should not be characterized by sexual immorality, by impurity or by greed or covetousness, man. He says, that is not a part of who we are. This is not fitting for the saints. This is not proper for the saints. He says, we should put away shamefulness, shameful deeds. He says, foolish speaking and even coarse joking. Um, he says, those things should not be what people know Christians as. If you know a Christian because all he does is tell dirty jokes, that's not right. If you if you know a Christian because all he does is speak shamefully about things, that's not right. That is not how we should be characterized in our life. What we should be characterized as people of thanksgiving. And how do we find thanksgiving? Well, it's going back to the previous verses in, in verse one through uh, two, where it says that we recognize the love that God has for us by giving His son and redeeming us and being a part of his family. It goes back to the first three chapters when it talks about him from the very foundation of the world, appointing us and choosing us and bringing us to his family. That's why we show thanksgiving. And because we have thanksgiving and because we know we are children of God, that is the essence of it, our identity. Because we know we're children of God, we give thanks. And out of that thanks, we live out lives that are of love, of building up of the body. That's what we do. We don't we don't look like people of this world. We don't we're not sexually immoral or impure or we don't have insatiable amount of desire to get all that we want. No, we give thanks. And then he goes on to say that it's uh, these people who do not have the kingdom of Christ in God, who do not partake in the kingdom of God that is now and is to come. And he goes and he moves from the actions themselves. He says, uh, don't be sexually impure or 
uh, or immoral or, or or have greed. He says, actually, now these are the characteristics of the person. This is their identity. This is who they are. They define themselves. So people who define themselves by sexual immorality, people who define themselves by impurity or um, um, impurity or um, uncleanliness, people who define themselves by their desire to gain more and more and more. Since these things, those people do not gain an inheritance. And the reason why is because it says these things, these people are idolaters. They are worshiping the thing. They are worship creation rather than the creator. They are idolaters, people with that insatiable desire for more, whether it be desire for lust or evil or unseemly things, shameful things. That is idolatry, placing something above God. And that is the the, the, the sin that, that God has hatred for the most, the passion for the most, I would say, is that they would replace him as God, the first commandment. Now, I think that we have to recognize that when Paul is speaking about these things, he's not saying or conveying the fact that if you do these things, this is what's going to happen to you. You're not going to receive the inheritance that you get. No, because when we read back in the, the end of chapter four, where it says that he has given us the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption, then that means that there is no chance for us to get out of that redemption. You see what I'm saying? It's like there's no way for us to change from the uh, the new creation that God has created us in. But he does what Paul does wants us to do is know that our identity is not found in that anymore. That we have a new identity. And because we have a new identity, that means we walk in a new life. That's why in the beginning of chapter four, he says, walk in a manner worthy of the gospel, because we have the identity founded upon the gospel of Christ and we should walk in it. So what what is this? Uh, what is this saying about God? Well, God has a clear standard of holiness. We know this by the fact that he says these things are unfit and should not be characterized or named as who we are. Those things should not be placed on us as a name, especially since Christ is the name that has been placed on us. God has a clear standard of holiness. What does it say about man? It says that we should be characterized or we should be displaying the love that God has for us by loving others sacrificially, just as Christ has loved us. And that we should not be fooled into thinking that as we live lives, that it's okay to live a life like this because it's not because God has a clear standard of holiness. We are children of God and that our lives should be characterized in thanksgiving. And so as Christians, our sonship and our holiness in Christ is demonstrated in thanksgiving. We should be known as people of thanks. It's kind of odd that uh, he contrasts like all of these sins with thanksgiving. It's because when you realize who you are in Christ, man, you put that stuff behind you, man. The song says, uh, it says then the world grows strangely dim in the light of his beauty and grace. 
How do we apply these truths to our lives, man? Remember where your identity comes from. Uh, the Lion King says, remember who you are. And I think that's important for us to do is remember who we are. We are children of God. And because of that, we should be giving thanks. We should be glorifying his name. So remember who you are, people. Brothers and sisters, remember who you are. And I'll see you in the next episode.